Last time on Out of the Forest. I mean, what exactly do you want from me? I guess what I'm looking for is a friend. You see, you and I, very soon, we're about to be obsolete. Probably only after realizing he can't sneak all of these things back past the guard decides, okay, well probably we should just grab like uh, the brightest, widest spotlight, um, a couple of those big floodlights, like the work lights, and a strobe light for good measure. I would like to use magic to trap her to that chair. Uh, and the belt comes to life, and you were trying to finagle it to just also wrap her to the chair, and it does, but it ends up wrapping directly around her neck and tightening. So they're gonna panic. Um, and try and take out the take off the belt. She's looking at you with wild, uh, terrified eyes. I'll go get you some water, and uh, Enoch's gonna leave. <laughs> yeah, all the lights are 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 placed in the, the lower end of the stands, uh, and you see a large uh, amount of the crowd around stage one have sort of formed a semicircle around something, and dead and chained to the desk chair where you left her, Enith, is Hilda Cohen, the leader of security. Hello and welcome to Out of the Forest, an actual play podcast about a bunch of Neopets economists. We are currently playing Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. I am Chris and I am your GM slash keeper and I am joined by my players. I'm Evan and I play Baron. I'm Dominic and I play Kernunos. I'm Jessica and I play Enif. And I'm Alistair and I play Isaac. You all stand with your various lighting implements in hand, looking down on the pitch. Uh, in a darker corner of it, uh, towards the edge of the crowd for stage one, lays the deceased body of Hilda Cohen, the uh, leader of the security for the arena. She is chained to a chair by her own handcuffs, and a small, cr- small to large crowd uh, is steadily gathering. Um, after an initial shriek of terror from those who were nearby when it dropped. The band at stage one, far away as it is, and loud as it is to be next to where the music's being made, doesn't quite register the screams as being those of terror and continues playing on for the delight of those who have not yet noticed the grisly scene behind them. You all notice as those around you on the stage also turn their sights to the scene of Hilda's body bleeding what little blood has left down on the pitch and know that you have to do something quick or else well that's the ball game what do you do oh my god i i know her i just i just oh my god this is all my fault what did you do i just when when she brought me back to the to the whole wherever the security place is, I panicked. I didn't know what to do. And so I used some magic to just contain her enough so I could break out. I just, I didn't think anything would happen to her. Guys, guys, uh, crowd control. We've got to stop them from panicking. Can you get to the PA system, maybe, Kroninos? Oh yeah, I'm on it. It is time for running then. 
uh, and Kurnunus is gonna just break into a dead sprint. Kurnunus takes off for the uh, announcement booth, intending to use his calming presence. Uh, his his bruised rib aching at his side as he once again pushes his body to 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 dash through a stadium, um, leaving Enith, Isaac, and Baron uh, to contend with whatever else they can. What are the rest of you doing? We have to hide her somehow. Can you? It must be the creature. We need to figure out if it's still I mean, here. I'm sure it is. I can try to tune in and see where it is. Um, I'm sure it's going to be feeding off of all this panic. We need to... Maybe we can trap it. Keep it here so we can make this the last time anyone needs to die. We could uh, work on just setting up the lights, too, on our end here. Maybe just to use in case it comes out at us to weaken it. Okay, I'll try to figure out where it is. We could try to lure it here, and then we'll have the lights ready to trap it and... Like you said, this won't be in vain. Okay, uh, I want to use tune in. All right, uh, Iris pops out uh, and, and gives you a uh, determined nod, and then begins to uh, spin into the thread that you connect with the monsters. Uh, go ahead and give me that. Is it? What? Well, I don't remember what roll. Yeah, give me that plus weird roll then. Yeah. Where are you, you fucker? <laughs> oh God, it's a five. That's a five. Yeah. I want to use a luck. Okay. Um, you extend, uh, Iris's connection, reaching out for the monster, uh, and you feel yourself losing the connection, uh, as the, uh, last dregs of the alcohol in your system, uh, impair your, your control over this power that you, you still, relatively speaking, not had that much time to perfect. This is, what, your third time using it, maybe? But... You, in, in your mind, uh, you see Hilda down below having blood out, and, and in your mind, you, you get a flashback um, to, to Mariner's body when you found her, and you realize that you have to do this to prevent any more from ending up like her. And that, that little bit of determination carries you through. Uh, go and give me your questions. Um, let's start with, where is the creature right now? Uh, you stretch out and, and your mind follows along oh, your mind follows along that tether and you see as the creature slips over the guardrails a, a little distance away from you on the stands uh, like de- but down at the bottom uh, and into the shadows at the edges of the pitch um, a little distance away from the crowd ar- around it uh, making its way towards the back of the crowd of stage two. Okay. Um, how can I attract its attention? Uh, how can I attract its attention? Um, it is seeking to cause more panic and then immediately feed off of that instant reaction. So the best way to attract its attention right now would be to cause some panic to distract it from whatever it's about to do to cause panic. All right. And... What is it planning to do right now? Uh, I, I, I sort of already answered that, but yeah, it is essentially planning on just murdering someone at the back of the crowd and throwing it into the stage two's crowd. Okay. You, you, you hear its uh, its thoughts, and, and they're, they're less... Uh, you, you got, like, telepathy now, so you, you have occasionally read people's thoughts to some degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's still a, a bit of a latent skill more than uh, one that you've used very much 
actively, but you've heard people's thoughts before at this point, and these thoughts are, are the best way you can describe it is uh, completely animal. They, they don't really come in words in spite of the fact that you've heard it speak. Um, they just come in impulses, and those impulses are to kill. It's trying to pick somebody off from the other crowd across the, the stadium. We need to stop it. Um, we have to do something here that'll bring it back our direction, some kind of distraction. We we have to we do have to cause some kind of panic. Uh, uh, Enif just looks at Baron. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, Baron. I think I think we need you to to transform. Alrighty. I mean, I could do that. Um, maybe that'll help also distract people away from the uh, corpse over there as well. So. And I'll see if I can if I can trap the thing in one place. Keep it one spot so we can direct all the light and there. Isaac is going to start screaming. Just <laughs> <laughs> the top of his box. Yeah. Okay. Well, it makes sense. All right. Uh, Baron, you begin uh, preparing to shift into a wolf uh, as, as Enith is uh, concentrating on preparing their magics, and Isaac just starts screaming. Um preparing to cause a distraction to draw the monster's attention away from its uh, murderous intent. Kernunos, you feel like you've been running for like 10 minutes in spite of how short of a run that was. Uh, and you do arrive at the, uh, the announcement booth. Um, you do find that there is a security guard stationed at the door now, after your previous antics. Uh, I knock him out. Okay! (laughs) (laughs) Sucker Um, punch right in the face. Oh man. Yeah, uh, give me a... a, Give me a a kick some ass since you were trying to inflict harm on him enough to knock him out. Uh, I I think. That's a ten. Yeah, you, you run up and just clock him in the back of the head and uh there's a little bit of a tussle he he doesn't go down quite that easily uh and you you wrestle with him and uh you drag him to the ground he gets a couple of good punches in one into your bruised ribs and that that don't feel good uh but then you swing get a good left hook into his face and it just knocks him out cold uh and then i just blow um assume the door is locked yes does he have keys no no I jump through the window. Okay. <laughs> uh, give me an act under pressure to, to do this incredibly dangerous oh, thing. Uh, that is cool. Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, boy. That's not as good as seven. seven. Uh, yeah, you jump through this window for sure. Uh, it it sucks. It's, uh, <laughs> it sucks. I, I, there's, there's no better way to say this. Kernunos, I, I'm going to make a guess with how long it's been since he's been on uh, Earth proper. Um, that... He either A, hasn't jumped through any windows, or B, it's been literal millennia since he has. Yeah, that's So, uh, you jump through it, and it, it you expect to fly right through it like it's, it's, you're like, oh, I've heard glass is super fragile. I've seen people, I've seen Balanos drop a glass. <laughs> I've seen lots of movies. And, and I've seen lots of movies, they jump right through them. Uh, and you make it through, but like, your leg buckles as you kick through it. Um, a, a lot, and the just shower of glass cuts you up something fierce. 
uh, take one harm, uh, ignore armor, because you just fucked yourself up pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I did just jump um, through glass. <laughs> and you land poorly uh, and, and get a few additional cuts from the glass on the floor as you roll and then hit the wall opposite as you land. Uh, but you are now inside there. All right. Just, it sucked. Uh, so I'm assuming the PA system is totally turned off, right? It is currently off. Um, there are some switches nearby that uh, Canaris could not say for certain what they do. Um, yeah, th- this stadium hasn't been used any- for anything other than this uh, show yet, so I don't think they've been labeled or anything yet. I think he's just going to start flipping switches until lights turn on. Yeah, I figured you might. <laughs> he hits the light switch, that- he's like, I did it. <laughs> I, I think this is what makes it take long enough that um that that like the others have the time to do all the things that they did mm-hmm. during this break. You you're flipping a lot of switches. You you, you turn lights on. Uh, at, at one point while you're flipping through the switches, there, there's a decent amount throughout this room. Uh, you end up turning the light back off, and you find that two switches are both to the same light. Uh, and that confuses you because that doesn't make any sense to you. They're like right next to each other. There's no reason for them both to be the same light. Bizarre. Uh, and then eventually, uh, you hear a, a slight, um, the, the slight feedback of the, the, uh, comm system turning on, uh, and you see the light on the li- the two little mics, uh, sitting at the stand turn on. All right, uh, Kernunos grabs a stool or a chair, pulls it up, and clears his throat. Does it go over the loudspeaker? Yes, you, you hear your, your... <laughs> echo over the loudspeaker it's extra haughty <laughs> and immediately after you do this you just hear isaac screaming at the top of his lungs <laughs> in the distance response. uh and Kronos leans in and says uh ladies and gentlemen oh i'm sorry hold on he's british he he got into that 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 radio mind space and and it it turns out he only is british when he's talking normally (laughs) when he's trying to act suave he becomes american kernunos is actually the one who's doing all the npr (laughs) um uh, let me try that again and anyway hello ladies and gentlemen are you ready for the next performance because I, I have excellent, excellent news for you. And he just starts vamping <laughs> and <laughs> saying random random phrases and guessing band names. Uh, <laughs> he's like, on the south stage, you will soon see King and uh, Meta- Metallic. <laughs> just like... <laughs> Starts saying band names that he thinks he's heard and where they're playing and like time and just rant like stuff like that. Do not forget the uh, the fire ants. <laughs> um, oh, oh, one second. Uh, the 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 uh, who uh, the the heavy metal dirigibles. Werewolf Tuesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, you, you speak that out, and um, just before or er, er, you you start speaking. Uh, something else happens. Uh, so we're going to hop right back over without a transition to Baron. You just turned into a wolf. What is your, uh, a few people around you. Um, I, I don't think they saw the transformation cause they were concentrating on the, 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 the scene down below. Uh, but they do notice a giant ass wolf suddenly in the stands and there's a couple of screams, uh, matching Isaac screams. What is, what are, what is your immediate <laughs> next step? <laughs> Matches. Um, I, I think, I think he's basically gonna, you know, like leap down towards like where the um, 
people are, I guess, surrounding. I'm guessing they're like surrounding the body, like in shock. That's just me. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and kind of just like, like snarl and like and growl at them to kind of like one get them away from it, but also, I guess, attract more attention to himself as a, as a you know just casual wolf hanging out in the stadium. Okay, you you he's hear, just here for the bands. Yeah. You hear uh. One of the voices, as like more screams go up, as a wolf jumps down in front of the body, uh, one of the voices just goes, "Ah, oh, fuck! That that wolf just killed someone! Shit! Ah, oh, fuck! Everybody!" And then, uh, as soon as uh, they get that out, you hear Carnunus's <laughs> uh, sultry tones coming in over the PA system, talking about, uh, to what you can tell, uh, complete nonsense. Um, but everyone steadily calms down. Uh, gets pretty much chill about it all, but also extremely confused. Um, it is worth noting that this would affect the player characters as well. Because oh. I can't not do that to them. That is a good point. Oh. Oh no. So Isaac, you you as this comes over, you stop screaming, uh, and, and even if you get pretty calmed, uh, which... which makes it a little harder for you to concentrate on the spell you were preparing. Uh, you, you don't lose concentration because that's not really how this works, uh, but but it suddenly starts seeming less urgent. The the negative emotions start to, to, to dissipate. Yeah, so blocking any panic, anger, or other negative emotions uh, and works even if the thing that freaked them out is still present. So, like, you guys can uh, 100%, you know, still know your mission and what you're trying to do. We're just real. We're just real chill about it. We're just it, not yeah. freaked out about it. Yeah. Isaac and Ian, if as you calm down, uh, you see a figure literally make the leap of like probably like twelve feet up back onto the stands from the field below and start heading in your direction. And but, you, you, but you're not too worried about it. No, we're just like, oh, here it comes. <laughs> uh, and, and you 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 see this person. Um, they are. They look just like a guy they have like curly red hair and, and freckles uh and they're wearing like this this black leather jacket uh as well as, as sun- sunglasses uh and they, they make their way over casually and and um they, they they look at both of you in confusion as you are totally calm and then they look over at the um rest of the crowd and sees the rest of them calm and for just a second you see a, a, some amount of worry enter their face. Now! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, oh yeah, sure. Uh, Enif is going to cast a spell to trap um, this person, individual, um, in, in one spot so they can't move. All right, yeah, what does this spell look like? Or let's, let's roll to... <laughs> let's let's see if it even works first. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's a ten. Yeah, what does this look like? You know what? It's a ten. Let's go all out. Um, so I'm thinking the spell converts uh, the metal chairs around this person into a straight up cartoony cage and <laughs> traps them right there where they're standing okay uh yeah it, it they sort of like wind around this person first and then go up and form into bars around them uh you know forming a, a medieval looking cage out of this metal uh and just just destroying these chairs they, those chairs are never going to be used again because they're now a cage mm-hmm. uh 
And uh, this person looks around the cage and is unsure what to do at this point. Let's turn the lights on. I said about quickly, but in a pleasant manner, plugging the lights in. <laughs> okay, you find some plugs and plug in like the the, the floodlight. That you You're got like, in. you put it. In, you put the plug in backwards so that like the 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 wider tong is, doesn't go in. He's like, ah, oh, that's all right. Here, let me just try again. Oh, <laughs> Bang. Let me let me just let me just put that right in. Yeah, uh, you, you set up this floodlight to shine directly in this cage, and like this person was like shaking at the bars trying to to, to move this metal cage, and to your surprise, even if. The, the cage, you know, made out of these heavy iron bars that you crafted, uh, rattles a little bit. It doesn't, it doesn't move or bend, but this thing, this person has some strength to them. Uh, but then the light shines on, and and uh, this person kind of like blo- blocks their eyes out of it, and and grimaces and just goes, "Now, what is this all about? Can you, what what's happening?" Um. I think we're trying to stop you. Yeah, uh, we're de- we're definitely we trapped you, and now we're shining this light in your face. <laughs> it cuts over and just a. Uh, Please remember that corn dogs should only be consumed in small quantities, as they are high in fats and carbohydrates, which are typically not good for uh, a normal two thousand calorie diet. I know, I know you may be tempted to buy the jumbo ones, but don't do it. Trust me. <laughs> it's mostly breading. And if you think about it, a corn dog is just a hot dog with corn. <laughs> the, 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 the person rattles the cage again and just goes, Come on, just let me out of here. This is not going to go well for you. Do you honestly think you can break out of here? <laughs> oh. Yes. Yes, I do. And... I don't really think you can stop me once I'm out. I've already had my fill, even if you seem to have stopped it at the source somehow. And you see him cut a glance towards the announcer booth as as Kerninus rambles on. Can I be plugging in more lights as they're having the conversation? <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also think Baron kind of, you know, wanders his way back after... Runs into the darkness, transforms back, and then climbs back up. (laughs) Yeah, and I like to imagine the people are like, "Ah, oh my god, oh, Oh, (laughs) this is a nice little, little, nice little little dog, you know, hanging out." Oh, that there goes that wolf that that killed that that security guard. Goodbye, friends. It's not here anymore. That's not great. Should should someone call like animal control or something? And you, you, as you wander off, you hear another person just go, yeah, I'm sure someone's going to call animal control or something. <laughs> uh, and then you, you make your way back to the remaining three uh, to find uh, this person uh, in a, trapped in a cage and <laughs> having more and more lights shine down on him. Well, 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 looks like we got something. Baron, did you put any consideration into our talk, my friend? Ah, oh, fuck, not you again. No negative emotions. Yeah, you can't be angry. Oh, I can't be angry. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're like, you're the dude from earlier. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing, man? Your uh, friends? Is that what you uh, consider them? Uh, they seem to think they've got this all figured out, and 
I think you think you've won. Well, they are my buddies. I won't lie about that. Thanks, Baron. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you you look like you're tied up here pretty good. You got a nice little cage to call yourself home. I think I think it looks very nice. All right, I'm going to give you all one last chance to release me willingly, and I'll give it to you. You've done surprisingly well, and. I've fed enough. I I don't really feel like contending with people even half competent. So I'll run off. I'll feed more another day, and I won't kill anyone else. But if you choose to continue playing these stupid games, I will kill each and every one of you one by one. How uh, how small is this cage that he's in? Uh, I, I I'm gonna say that it was it's probably just uh, just big enough that he can like put his arms out like bent at the elbows, but not actually extend his whole arms. Cool. And maybe like a little taller than he is. Um, like, there's room to move, but not much. Okay, like enough for like I don't know. Maybe if I but you know pull out my sword and stab him. Uh, yeah, you could probably do that. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> just really okay. calmly stab. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's this like, guy's in a. <laughs> it's like The Last of Us, but if everyone had a perfectly blank expression on their face, <laughs> no screaming, just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Baron decides uh, within himself, independent of anger or anything else, that this is a monster that that doesn't need to exist or continue speaking and summons a sword and swings or stabs it straight through one of the bars uh and because this uh person slash monster is within a cage uh and therefore incapable of really fighting back or doing anything to stop it yeah you just sort of stab your sword through it uh how much harm is that sword is yeah two Two harm hand messy. Uh, yeah, you, you get a good stab in there, even as the, the, the person kind of, like, lunges back as far as they can in the cage. Uh, and you, you get a good stab, like, directly into their gut. Uh, and he screams. He's like, ah! <coughs> Baron. <coughs> That's uh, some impressive resolve you've got. But I... I suppose I did give you a warning. And as he says this, his body begins to distend and stretch out. And Baron, you feel your sword kicked out of this this creature's gut as it twists and stretches, uh, steadily filling the confines of the cage. And you stumble backwards with the force with which your, your sword was thrust out of this thing's body. Uh, and the cage begins bending and one of the bars snaps as this thing stretches further and further. Uh, the, the, the face uh, stretching to horrendous uh, levels. What do you do? There, there are, there's not going to be many more moments before this This I want to freeze it in a block of ice. Okay. Uh, yeah, give me some... Uh, uh, use magical negative one as this thing is, is actively <laughs> fighting against your magic. <laughs> Um, this is, and this is like literally Enif is just like, oh, he's trying to get out. Blank face. I'm just going to freeze it so it can't leave. <laughs> like, just going to freeze you. <laughs> I'm just going to freeze you. So you said magic minus one? Magic at minus one. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So 12. 
Uh, yeah, you you begin. Enif's more po- with... powerful when when they're calm. <laughs> Fight, uh, filling this cage with with ice a, a, as the the cage breaks, and many of the bars have shattered now, but now it's filled with ice. Um, and yeah, this thing is is fairly stuck at this point. It is still uh, wrenching to and fro, uh, and and the ice is steadily forming fractures, but like it's going to take it even longer to get out of that than it took it to uh, get out of the previous thing. Is it like is it like solid ice? Are we, are we talking like caveman? Where's the caveman kind of thing? Or like... Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I can do a wall of ice, so like that's kind of what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking it's somewhere between your wall of ice and an, a, another uh, Trappa-specific monster. Um, um, Chris, it says yeah. here that we can investigate a mystery if we capture the monster. Can we do sure. that? Sure, yeah, you can kind of examine this monster. Uh, what are you What are you doing to investigate the mystery? Um, well, I Enif just watched the. Basically, what 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 I want to figure out is what can harm it, and Enif just watched it get stabbed by Baron's sword and it do damage. So Enif's gonna try and figure out, okay, what. You know what is it that can actually hurt it then? Okay. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and give me that on uh, investigate mystery roll. There are more and more lights slowly being turned on. <laughs> just, in this I, the <laughs> entire time, Isaac in. in the background is just slowly turning on lights, like calmly, <laughs> calmly. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We cut to Isaac turning on lights, and then we cut back to Enif uh, studying the monster. And you want to know what can harm it? Which mm-hmm. I think is one of the questions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You take a look, uh, and it looks like the injury that it sustained uh, was mostly stitched up by this horrifying transformation it had. Um, and then uh, y- y- you kind of see the wound sizzling in in the many many lights Isaac has shined on it. Uh, and so it seems like what can harm it, uh, at, w- with it at your kind of disposal here, are when it's in light, it seems like it can be harmed in general, and when it's in its human form, it can be harmed just as easily as a regular person. Mm, oh, okay. people are so killable. This will be easy. But it's not currently in its human form. It is oh, never mind. very much yeah, sorry. in its monster form. Uh, and as you are examining it, the, the ice begins to fracture more, and one of its large claws breaks free, and it swipes at you, and you just barely managed uh, to get out of the way as it does. Uh, so one arm is free. It is still trapped to the spot, though. It can. It seems like it can. We can hurt it if it's if it's a regular person or if it's a bright. I want to try to use my telepathy to uh, manipulate it into turning back into its human form. All right. Uh, yeah. Go and give me that plus charm roll for manipulate someone. Plus charm. Plus. Charm. Go be charming, Isaac. Go be charming. Oh, it's a six. Wow. Um. Can we help I, out? I don't think so. Isaac didn't tell you he was doing this, and he's using telepathy. Mm. So I don't think there's any way you could notice this was happening in time to aid him. Um, yeah, that's not good, Alistair. That's, you are forming a mental link with the monster and, and rolled bad. That's Maybe that's bad. I should use another luck. Up to you. We can see where this goes, or you can use luck. That is entirely your decision to make. Uh, uh, I have three lucks left. What are you guys at for lucks? Oh, I have five. That's not a lot of luck left, yeah. dude. You that save that. Less than half. Save yes. that luck, man. I've got six left. <laughs> I yeah, I was one. Yeah, I have yeah, five okay, left. You mind. saved your luck. 
Um, you reach out to this monster's uh, mind um, and, and, and attempt to sway it. Uh, and in your calmed state, thanks to Kerninus's continued continued droning on, um, you sort of underestimate the danger that comes with touching the mind of something like this. Uh, and suddenly you can't hear anything. And suddenly you... The only thing you can hear is screaming. And a few seconds into the scream, you realize it's your own. Uh, and you feel the floor hit you in the shoulder, jarring you badly, uh, and you hear a loud shattering noise, and you just keep screaming, uh, until a couple seconds later, your hearing comes back, and you, you, you feel this pain in your shoulder, and then you hear Kernish droning on still, and you calm down, and you look up, and Enif and Baron, you were distracted for a few moments by Isaac screaming, uh, and when you turned back to the sound of shattering, you saw the monster jumping over back into the pitch, uh, and melting back into the crowd. Uh, oh no, he got away. And Kerninus oh. is still droning on. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Uh, we can't have a negative reaction to this, so, um... Oh darn. Huh. Well, there he goes. There he goes. <laughs> Look at him go. We should... we should probably follow him. Yeah, let's do that. I'm gonna text our friend who's making me feel just A-okay. Just to let him know <laughs> oh, what's wait, going on. I have a, I have an idea. Uh, and I'm gonna plug my ears. Yeah, you plug your ears, and immediately the panic that was in you from touching this creature of fear's mind enters you again. And, and like, it's near enough to cause you to break down into tears. Like, uh. the, you, you, you touched, like, pure terror for a second there. Okay, uh, unplug my ears. It's, it's You guys watch as, as <laughs> I, I unplug my ears. <laughs> and, and, and his face, like, scrunches up, and you see his, like, eyes start watering. Uh, and then he unplugs his ears, and then he just calms right the fuck back down. Are you, you okay? okay, man? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go follow the monster. Yeah. Uh, what, what What did Baron text uh, to Carnunos? God, man, you, your voice your voice got me feeling that good. Good. Um, <laughs> had Had monster lost him, following in the crowd. Uh, keep doing the good kid. Carnunos like looks down at his phone and just goes like. And the next song is a special shout-out to my good friend, Baron. The three of you uh, uh, run into the crowd um, with maybe slightly less urgency than you should. You're, you're making good speed, but like it's hard to uh, reconcile like your logical n knowledge that you, this needs to be dealt with with the fact that you are not terrified about it at all. Um, but you, you do steadily make your way uh, through the crowd, pushing through everyone. Um, everyone seems to have calmed down. Uh, actually, you're heading, heading probably through Stage 2's crowd, uh, and they were never really freaked out in the first place. Uh, they, they weren't close enough to the body. Uh, but everyone's just sort of jamming to, to like the EDM music that, that is playing. Uh, and, and you look up at the stage and, and, and see this uh, woman uh, playing 
songs on what looks like a series of Game Boys. Nice. Uh, nice. And you continue making your way through the crowd trying to find the monster. Uh, Kernunos, as you continue to ramble on, um, it, it's it's probably been a, a couple minutes since you received the, the message from Baron saying you were making him feel that good, good, and they lost the monster and are trying to find it. Uh, when the door just sort of explodes off its hinges in the corner of the uh, of the announcing booth. Mm. And you look over to see uh, a, a man uh, with curly red hair, uh, a leather jacket, and just a, a heavy stab wound in his gut that is bleeding quite badly. Uh, he is breathing heavily and looks furious. I, I turn the light switches on. I flipped one of the two that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you turn you turn the lights on, and th- this uh, this person begins to make his way into the room, and says, "I don't think you're supposed to be in here." Uh, Kernunos does not respond. He keeps talking calmly into the microphone. I think he maybe flips him off. As as. As you give him Schrodinger's bird, uh, <laughs> he continues advancing upon you, and his body just begins to, to, to contort and stretch out into the, the horrifying visage, uh, like he was made of clay and just was pulled on at both ends, uh, his hands splitting and stretching into terrifying claws. Um, it's not great, uh, and... He says, it's time to stop playing around. And he is raising one of his claws to swing at you. Hmm. I think, um, Kernunus is gonna reach for his vine whip and try to, like, catch the arm as it, uh, as it comes down to try to, like, kind of wrap it up a little bit. Alright, yeah, uh, give me an act under pressure for that. Uh, that's gonna be at a negative one because this thing is super strong. Uh, that is cool. Yep. Okay. And at a negative one. Yep, yep, yep. And that's a five. <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, yeah, you swing your your whip at it, uh, but in trying to do this while while focusing on speaking into the mic, uh, you split your attention just a little too much and the whip goes awry and just sort of totally misses the claw as the come claw comes raking down your side, uh, just opening up your, your, your abdomen. Um, you take three harm and just blood spatters everywhere. Oofa uh, And I'm going to need you to roll plus tough as as, he, he, as this, this dripping ichor drips off of its uh, claws after it slashes through you. That's a six. That's a six. Uh, God, we are fucked. Woof. Um, you steadily feel your body just start to stiffen up. The the only bit of good news about this uh, spreading over you is that it numbs the pain of the, the wound you were ju- just inflicted upon. Um, you clatter to the ground as your body just... It goes completely stiff, uh, and you find it more and more difficult to 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 move your mouth until it feels like you have lockjaw, um, and y- y- you steadily lose the ability to properly talk. And 
you're still getting out some stuff through it that's that's still calming it until the monster just rips the uh the mic out of your hand and he holds it up to his mouth and the rest of you along with the rest of the stadium can hear run run little pigs it's nothing but the slaughter now and the PA, he breaks the, the mics on the ground. Uh, Kurnunos flips him off again. <laughs> and I use my new ability, Cast Out Evil. Oh. To banish him. What does him. that do? Uh, roll plus tough on a 10 up, the creature is banished. On a 7 and 9, it takes a little while for the banishing to take effect. Uh, either way, the banished creature is unharmed. I have no control over where it goes. Okay. It just fucking gets banished? Yep, I banish you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, give me that uh, plus tough roll as, as you, you just channel your energy, since you are unable to channel your energy into moving, you channel it into a banishment. Channel it into my one finger. That's 14! <laughs> oh, uh, he is banished immediately. You channel it straight into that middle finger, you banish that motherfucker out of here. <laughs> there is... Okay, so here's that scene. Um... There is a, a glowing light that spreads from you as you concentrate, trying to reach deep, deep down. Because you, you just got this ability, right? From your, I did, your indeed. Level up like last episode. Yep. Um, you, you you just reach deep down inside yourself, trying to, to to pull out your divine reserves to to do something that can stop this monster from uh, going on an immediate killing spree at the very least. Um, and you you concentrate and concentrate, and then you. Just release the divine energy, just hoping you'll do something useful. And what is released is a you glow bright in that uh, a, a, a bronzy copperish glow starts shining out from you as you sort of release your divine presence. And the monster turns to you and just goes, "What now?" And doesn't finish because the the light envelops the entire chamber. And after it fades, the monster is simply gone from the spot. Enith. Isaac and Baron, uh, you're interrupted in your search uh, through the crowd as there is a loud clattering um, from the PA system. And then Kernunus' voice, as he tries to continue uh, rambling on, um, grunts in pain and then uh, steadily becomes less and less intelligible until you you hear that message uh, from the monster. Uh, and then as you're looking up there in worry, you see a bright flash of bronze light. Uh, and that is all you know. Kerninus, you are still paralyzed on the floor, uh, but you are now no longer have the monster in your vicinity. Uh, what are the other three doing? Uh, real quick, Chris, just to let you know, um, with that move, again, I didn't just kill it. It just has to be, it is somewhere else. Elsewhere. <laughs> It is it removed is from the situation. Be yeah. gone from here. It is not here. Um, if something so went no wrong, longer charmed, right? On a or... myth, something is keeping it here, and that's bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're not we're not uh, under under. We're not supposed nope. to be calm nope. anymore, right? Yeah. The, the you first off the the. Uh, Kenner's narration started turning unintelligible, which it was still working, but probably not quite as strongly. And then it stopped outright, and you heard that message from the monster, and then there was a bright flash of light. So right now, all your emotions are back. Um, the crowd around you honestly seems more confused and terrified by the monster's message, because, like, this isn't the crowd that saw the dead body or the wolf, and... 
it just seems like it might be a weird prank to them. A lot of them are confused. They're, they're, they're worried, but like there's not an outright panic happening around you right now. Except probably with the three of you. It's also worth mentioning that that, that uh, Kernus can use cast out evil on Baron. I sure can. So, and Iris. How about he not? <laughs> Let's use yeah. that at a different time when we need it. Isaac, are you are you done being haunted? Alright, be gone. <laughs> be gone, <laughs> ghost. Be gone, spirit. Um, See ya, Iris. Uh, let's go help him. We need to yeah, go check that, on him. Yeah, that's it. No, okay. Um, the 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 panic is also. I mean, obviously, since Kuros isn't talking anymore, panic is set in. I think we also need to make sure we stop stop by the uh, the body. Make sure no one sees that. Um, um, I think Enif is gonna think about that too, and um, they're gonna be like, "You two, go go make sure Kuros is okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out what to do about about." The lady in the chair. <laughs> Still don't remember her name. <laughs> That's fine. Well, uh, it is your fault. <laughs> so yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thank oh you, my God. Isaac. Thank you Yeesh. for that guilt trip. Go check on Cornuno's. Let's let's, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we run uh, our way back up to the PA booth. Bar- Baron and Isaac head off uh, to figure out what's happened to Cornuno's, and Enif, you head in the direction of the body. Uh, as mentioned. Uh, Hilda's body was dropped in a dark section of the the pitch, um, and it looks like a lot of the the people who initially noticed it had ha- ha- kind of stopped noticing and went back to the music in the duration of Karenunos, making it incapable for them to react appropriately. Uh, as you're arriving, however, a few of them seem to be like looking back in the shadows and. To the best of your ability, it looks like they're starting to d- decide whether or not they imagined it. Um, well, I need to get rid of the body so they can't, like, you know, see it again. Put um, a little blanket over it. Cast out evil. <laughs> Cast out this dead Honestly, body. Honestly, <laughs> um, gone. Um, this is my new way of solving every problem. Just the middle <laughs> finger. I, I like it. It. I like that it's canon that if you middle finger someone you just banish them. Banishment. <laughs> this is the banishing finger. Um. <laughs> mm, I'm trying to think of. Actually, I don't know if this is. This sounds so stupid. Um, could Enif uh, use their magic? to heal Hilda's injuries so it just looks like she's sleeping in a chair. Oh, That is (laughs) just about the most morbid thing I've heard in a long while. (laughs) But Uh, does it work? I don't see why that wouldn't work. Uh, uh, Obviously, and I I know you understand this, but obviously it would not in any way bring her back to life. No, I know that. that, Like, Enif is fully aware of that, but... In, in a split, her split throat wound. Yeah, but Enif is like, I have to figure out how to not to get rid of a dead body, but I have no way of just getting rid of this dead body. But let me make it look like it's not a dead body, basically. Yeah, I think I'm not even going to actually make you roll on that because, like, healing someone in a way that keeps them, like, actually makes their body work the way it's supposed to is actually difficult. Healing them in a way that just looks like their body's working the way it's supposed to is a much easier thing to do, and there's not, like, any active, like, agents stopping you from doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, you you walk over there, and you just 
heal her like you would heal someone who was alive and the the throat wound seals up there's still a, a decent amount of blood like down the front of her shirt and uh on on the the pitch around her but she she now no longer looks injured in any way uh great uh enif is going to sh- is she on a rolly chair yeah <laughs> enif is going to roll her away from the pitch Oh, okay. One too many trips to the punch bowl. <laughs> Get her out of here. Um, you know, festival stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is horrible. But again, she was in the darker section, so I think you just start rolling her away. Um, and the few people who look a little worried uh, look at you and see you rolling her away. And I guess probably just rationalize themselves that, okay, I guess someone just sort of you know, as Baron said, a few too many trips to the punch bowl. Uh, people don't want to believe that they were terrified by a dead body and then just abruptly decided to not care about it. I think a lot of them have gone so far as to just allow themselves to forget about the wolf they saw just because it's it's too much to believe happened. Um, and you roll her body to one of the, uh, the exits to the pitch into the uh, concessions area. So now you have a rolly chair with one dead body. <laughs> Add that to your inventory. One dead body on rolly chair. <laughs> God, uh, what, what is your what is your next step? I need I need to ask. Um, what is the concession stand? I know the guy is there with the concessions, but like, um, could I roll her into the security office and just kind of like put her there? Close the door. Uh. Go ahead and give me an act under pressure to do this without, like, attracting attention in the fairly well-lit concessions area. Okay. Um. Alright. Let's see how this works. Ah! What'd you get? It's a nine. Okay. That, uh... That's a mixed success. Um. Yeah, I think you make it to the concession stand. Or, make it through the concessions area. Uh, wheeling her at enough of a distance that people don't notice the blood stain on her shirt because, like, her shirt's not she's not like wearing a white shirt, mm-hmm. um, so it's not super obvious unless you're actually close. Um, so you manage to, to keep her at a large enough distance that just looks like you're strangely wheeling someone in a chair at a uh, <laughs> music festival at a sports complex. But I mean, this is basically know, a rave, it's I'm sure weirder shit has happened. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are drunk or are work here and are tired because it's it's getting later on in the night. Um, and you get her to the security office. However, as you get there, you see another security officer uh, walk in. Uh, you you just miss um, like walking into this other security officer, mm-hmm. security guard. Uh, but they are now in that office. You are outside the office. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to wheel her kind of like in the corner like away from the door so like the other person can't see her um and take the handcuffs off so uh-huh. it doesn't look like she's strapped to the chair and okay. and even if the entire time is being like I'm so sorry this is totally my fault you know like she even if is like a little crying a little bit I can't do that on command I'm sorry um and uh and is going to is there a blanket around that I could put on her like to look like she's sleeping with a blanket on. 
Okay, I, I do have to draw the line there. I don't think you're just going to find a blanket lying around in a stadium. A jacket, maybe? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, No. Is she wearing a jacket? I mean, she's wearing, like, her security officer's jacket that goes over, like, her, like, probably an undershirt. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what to do after this, so um, Enif <laughs> is going to leave... Okay. <laughs> Edith looks around for a blanket or a jacket, finds nothing, and then leaves this dead body in a dark corner of the concessions. Yep. I don't know what else uh, to do with it. Looking unceremonial. Looking for anyone none the wiser, like someone who passed out on a rolly chair, but also there's the security guard. Uh, and you leave to go catch up with your friends. Baron and Isaac, you are making your way up the stands towards the uh, announcer's booth to figure out what has happened to your friend uh, since all the worrying sounds and light show that you saw happen up here. You pass by a, a, a twisted, frozen metal structure that is being lit up by several lights as you go there. Um, <laughs> but you do make your way into it and find Carnunos. Uh, on the ground, uh, his thorn whip uh, sort of laid lazily on the ground next to him. A, a massive gash in his side, uh, completely frozen in a pose as if he had been sitting on a bench and or sitting on a stool and had fallen off. Hernunas, are you okay? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, you look terrible, man. Uh, I feel terrible. <laughs> Yeah, okay, what happened? You're gonna get an uh, entire explanation of, out I, of him I, like this. I can't, I, I can't possibly do this. I think, I think he, I think he fought the monster. This looks kind of similar to what happened to me earlier. Is it still here? No, it's gone. Gone. God? God. It's gone. I we am know God. you're a god. It's not. <laughs> okay, well. Um. All right, this is this is a stab in the dark. But we're, there's no like first aid kit on the fucking wall, right? Uh, no, I don't think there's a first aid in in the announcer's booth. Okay. Um, again, it it wasn't planned to be used for a little while. Okay. Uh, so this is pretty sparsely uh, occupied. Can we get you some water? What would help? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the last time someone so didn't true. get water, they got murdered. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, what they, think, that's what he needs. That's the key. Yeah, I gotta get the water. Whoever's dehydrated gets attacked next. That's what the monster's it's, doing. It secretly feeds on dehydration, not fear. <laughs> Screaming just dehydrates you fast. <laughs> oh no, Isaac's next. He screams so much. Yeah. Oh boy. Um. Can here? Can we at least try to sit him up? Uh, yeah, you grab, you grab that end, I'll grab this end, I guess. Okay. Yeah, we'll try to hoist him back up at least onto the chair so he's not, like, laying on the ground. <laughs> Alright, well, the last time that this happened to me, I kind of just broke out of it, but I think it also might just take some time to wear off. Kernunas, I don't know if you have anything in there that you, you can do to speed up that process, but... Um... Uh... 
I don't think so. It's just like some kind of paralysis. Yeah, some sort of poison kind of thing. Um, I think I think we need enough at least to deal with this gash that's along the side of him. Yeah, we can. It, we'll we'll text them. Um, and in the meantime, I guess try to start doing some kind of minimal first aid to at least keep him from bleeding out. I am not unstable. Okay. So I'm not. Never mind then. Gonna, I'm not technically going to bleed out. Never mind then. Just. Just, just let him bleed out. <laughs> He's just bleeding. He's not bleeding He's out. He's not bleeding out, yeah. God, Isaac is so mean right now. This is hungover, Isaac. He, he slightly I'm, heard that, that opinion of, like, maybe we could just banish... Uh, banish the ghost away <laughs> banish your haunting away and he's never been the same since <laughs> so, you gotta remember that Isaac was momentarily transported to the terror dimension essentially I know so, I know yeah. but he's probably not in a great headspace I know but still damn <laughs> feeling a little uh, shortly after you text Enith and, and sort of like get kind of this comfortable and, and, and do a little bit to, to staunch the bleeding as much as you, you can with the limited supplies you have um Enith uh, comes through uh, the the doorway, uh, stepping over the worryingly still unconscious guard. And uh, Enith, you, you are na- you have now joined the rest of the party to find Kernunos. Uh not bleeding quite as badly as he was, thanks to the efforts of Baron and Isaac, but still with a sizable gash in his side and in a very uncomfortable looking position, leaned against the wall. And importantly, wearing bikini bottoms. <laughs> That's yeah. You know what? That I yes. should have said that. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> How could you leave that important detail? Um, Enif is is gonna. Uh, what what happened? Is he okay? I, I think so. Uh, he seemed to. He said the monster is gone. He's got some kind of paralysis thing though. Okay. Um, Enif is going to heal him. All right. Uh, as you begin to channel your magic, um, you feel something sort of resisting your spell. Uh, and you can either use magic to heal one from uh, harm from an injury, or use it to neutralize a poison. Um, you're not dying, right, Dom? Kernuna shakes his head as much as he can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you've taken what, like three harm at this point? Uh, correct. Because you took one harm from the glass, and then you took three harm minus one from your armor. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna neutralize the poison. That's fair. Uh, yeah, you channel it, and it, it takes a. Or, I'm sorry. Roll your roll your. Spell. I was about to say. I was like, is, do I get this one for free? <laughs> no, you got the one where you're healing a dead person. Um, for free. And I get I think plus one. Actually, neutralizing poison is. Yep. Yeah. For sure. Okay. You're good at this. This is the thing you do. This is the thing I do. Okay. It's fourteen. Technically. Uh, yep. Yeah, it looks like a fourteen total. Um, Holy shit. Yeah, you you channel your magic, and this does. This, this does take you a little longer than it normally would uh, to just heal wounds because you're, you're trying to eliminate a, a poison that you're not exactly familiar with. Uh, and, and it takes about a, a full minute of just channeling this magic. Uh, and all the while this is happening, as Enith moves their glowing hands around your body, as you steadily feel each part of your body loosen and loosen until eventually, at the end of around a minute of the spell being cast, uh, you regain uh, use of your your your, your whole body. Uh, you, it's stiff and 
achy from being seized up for that long. Um, it was probably a good five, ten minutes before Enif got here. Five minutes before they got here, and then another five for Enif to finish their macabre adventure. Um, <laughs> so, like, y- your body hurts, um, but, like, y- you-, you can move it normally again. Oh, oh, all right. Thanks, Enif. What, what As happened? I was trying to say, um, ah, the, the monster got in here and attacked me, but I, uh, it banished it, it would seem. Uh, I don't know where it is now, but it's not here. Did you, did you banish it from this, just this room or this whole location? Uh. uh okay. <laughs> I don't know how it works. He just shrugs. Do we think it's going to come back? Oh, un- unquestionably. But maybe not, hopefully, soon. I imagine... It'll give us maybe time to figure out how to beat it. Yeah, I think he's a little upset, to say the least, right now with us, so... I think... I think the monster's kind of shifted gears on us to just be mad at us, which I guess isn't a bad thing. Right, it might be but... an advantage. If we can evacuate this um, Coliseum? Stadium, that's the word. If we can evacuate this co- stadium, he'll come back for us. He'll probably ignore the other people. I mean, he wasn't after the other people because he was mad at them. He was just trying to feed. He's, he's good now. He said he doesn't need to feed for a while. We should probably still evacuate them to be safe. I don't... Probably. We don't want to lose anybody else. Isaac's face falls as he remembers that, yeah, someone has died. So how do we end a concert Mm. at the backyard stadium? We can't use the microphones. He destroyed them. Ah, damn. I mean, we we could just pull a fire alarm and, and, you know, say there's an emergency and everyone would have to evacuate. Are there fire alarms in the stadium? I mean, almost certainly. I think that's probably a requirement. I think it's what? a fire hazard not to have them. <laughs> no, I know, but well, are there like 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 fire alarms, like noise fire alarms? That's what I'm saying. Like sprinkler system. Like what kind of fire alarms? Is it like sprinkler system or is it just? There's probably at least a sprinkler system on like the inside of the stadium. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I don't think you guys know for sure exactly what kind of fire. Because I don't think you've been looking for that, but there's almost certainly like sprinklers, and if there's sprinklers, there's probably a way to set them off. There is absolutely fire alarms in stadiums. Oh yeah, no, one hundred percent. Yeah, like, I, I just I was looking that up. There, there are they're very loud. That tracks. Tends to be loud things that happens at stadiums. So you probably um, drowns those out. I just pulled up a video of someone standing like four blocks away from it, and it is as loud as if you were in the room. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> well, let me see here. Surprise fire alarms in Jordan Hare Stadium. That's one, yeah. Um, Let's see. What is? Oh Christ! <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> is it that loud? Okay, well now That's I really gotta loud. go listen to it. Pause the podcast. When yeah, you guys hold go? on. Let me just. Now, alternatively, what I was thinking is, why? What if we just left? <laughs> Let's leave. Well, um, Enif still has the sense, like has the sense to move, and then I also still have. I haven't used cast the bones yet. 
because I can only use that oh. once per um, mis- mission or mystery or whatever, where I can get um, some important information. I've been saving it. Um, so, um, so I could try sensitive to see if the monster is anywhere in the vicinity or like in the area. I would guess the answer is no. I would think that if it was banished, Chris would have had it banished to, you know, the next city over or something at the least. Right, right. Um, Enif is, since we kind of don't know where it is, um, Enif is going to try and do a sensitive and try and see if they can feel the monster anywhere like feel how extreme the banishment was that Kernunos did if the monster is still around if there's any trace of it around or if it's just gone from this area all right sure let's see where that sensitive goes well oh oh, man oh yes uh all right uh you close your eyes and settle into the trance state you enter when you are reaching sensitive uh, concerning your allies because you did nothing to alert them that you were about to do this. Uh, but you also do stuff like this pretty regularly, so the concern <laughs> is mild. Yeah, um, we're bad about that. The rest of them are just like, Enif, are you? Oh, oh they're, they're doing that again. <laughs> All right. <yeah. laughs> um, you reach out, and once again, uh, it's, it's a little more distance this time than the previous time you did a sensitive uh, this arc. Uh, but you are... A, a, a single light in a in a sea of shining lights um and you you, you pick through them and, and kind of reach out and do your best to kind of filter it in a way that that hopefully will give you some kind of useful information uh and uh w- one thing you do notice immediately is that uh the, the level of panic for all the things that you've witnessed since this particular episode began uh is is pretty low there, there's definitely some unease in the crowd but like the music's still going and people are are generally allowing themselves to forget what they've seen in favor of enjoying this night that they've been looking forward to ever since the last uh psycho circus got canceled um and then as you are sifting through these lights, you, for, for lack of a better word, trip and fall into one of them. And you are briefly in a memory um, of, the, of this person. And, and the, the reason, you, you can tell almost immediately, thanks to your experience, the reason that this memory uh, is getting stuck upon you is because it is a separate memory from this current um, event of someone seeing something that they've chosen to forget or write off. And it is a person uh, walking through the uh, streets of a, a commercial district of, like, the, the Munsdale suburbs. Mm-hmm. Um, so somewhere you get the inkling that it's it's more to the, the northwest, uh, perhaps. Uh, and as they're walking down the street... Uh, there are several people also walking up into the street, and they they look at someone across the street that they think they recognize, and when they blink, that person is simply not there anymore. Uh, and then you are suddenly back in the announcement booth with uh, your friends. Um, I couldn't mm. figure out if the monster's around here, but it seems like the people aren't panicking. It seems like they're pretty calm right now and just trying to enjoy the concert. Um, but oh, that's good. I couldn't feel if the monster's anywhere close to here. 
um, I don't know if we should risk it trying to cause another panic or trying to kill someone else. I mean, should we just figure out a way to evacuate everyone? I think that might be the safest thing. We don't know what it wants to do, really. It I, Again, I think it said that it's, you know, pretty well fed, but at this point it's angry. I think he's going to try to hurt people or hurt us. Um, and maybe the safest way to help prevent that is to get people home. All right, well, I guess let's find a fire alarm. I just gotta hope this doesn't make people panic even more, but yeah, it's just a fire, I guess. I mean, do you guys have any other better ideas? It's just a fire. Uh, we um, could find a way to get them to cancel the event itself and just, you know, people will be disappointed, but they won't be panicking. I don't know how to pull that off, though. Hmm. We could convince, maybe we can we could try to use magic to convince the organizers to cancel it. Or the, the, the band, maybe, even, that's on stage to say, you know, that's all, good night, go home. Do you suppose that would work? I don't know. You could do that. You could incept, incept that it is time to leave into one of the singer's minds. <laughs> <laughs> and they just, halfway through their set, they just <laughs> oh, off it's stage. Over. Good night, Show's over, everybody. It's time to go home. Goodbye. Good night. What about the rest of the bands? Goodbye. Good night. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, so like, uh, how, how, what's the time frame so that we're at right now? Like, yeah, what time is it? Uh, so this thing started at, what, I said eight? And a good amount of things... I'm going to say it's probably around 10, 10.30 at this point. I think this thing is uh, scheduled to have the uh, headline band Alone in the Crawl Space uh, kick off at, at, uh, directly at New Year's at midnight. Well, that'll suck for everybody, but what if we convinced the DJ, the one who's on the, the microphone, to tell everyone that it's cancelled... I mean, he's the one kind of running it, right? You you gonna make Evan talk to himself? Yeah, I, I have a, I have a strange feeling that this might happen. Um, that could work. That might. I mean, we could figure out a calm excuse that gets people to leave. Um, maybe I don't know. There was a noise complaint, and they had to shut it down. Yeah, that. That, I mean, the DJ doesn't have to give an excuse to to the audience, right? The DJ just could just say, you know, sorry due to unforeseen circumstances. Uh, you know, the headlining band can't make it, and uh, we hope you enjoyed your night. They built this stage across the street from another goddamn yeah. Nursing home. I was just about to say <laughs> this is the same exact reason that initially, like the noise complaint thing was the first thing that got them to have to re do it over again right now so another another fucking noise complaint would be hilarious this time it was it was a daycare oh my god <laughs> the daycare at 10 o'clock at night i mean you're right because that that would help prevent panic as opposed to you know just pulling the fire alarm all right well let's give it a try then okay um 
We should probably go find the DJ then. Um, what does he look like? Yep. What? Yeah, oh, then no. what does he oh, look no. like? <laughs> he just is Evan. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, that's a legit. You gotta have frosted legit, chips, right? That's a legitimate question for Enif, because Enif has no clue. <laughs> I like to imagine he's got, like, like curly, kind of, like, blonde hair, kind of. I thought you were about to say curly weird. red hair. I was like, is it just the monster? The monster is the DJ. <laughs> the DJ the was the monster the, the whole time. It's been DJ Snazzy this whole time. Oh my god. No. Um, but he, he's got like curly, almost like blonde hair. Uh, is still wearing sunglasses inside for some reason at night. Um, <laughs> he's definitely the monster. At, at night. Um, I'm going to say he has like, for some reason he has like, I pictured him with like parachute pants almost, like Does with all the pockets. Like, like circa 90s Justin Timberlake. <laughs> With the Almost, ramen hair, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. kind of what I'm imagining yeah. too. Yeah, I think that's I think that's kind of what I'm putting together. Yeah, and and he's just Fantastic. wearing he's just yeah he's just just Timberlake with some sunglasses on. He's got like one of those tracksuit jackets that's like neon green and pink, like zips up. Oh boy, I can see it. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. Uh, those who were paying attention. Um, answer Enum's question with that description uh and and now you guys have to decide how you're going to find this uh justin timberlake lookalike um i mean he he's got to be somewhere around here right in because he was on stage before so it maybe he does seem to like announce the next band that's going on so maybe we can catch him before he goes on the stage yeah let's go let's go check the stands or the the stages where the musicians uh, are. This is a question to Chris. Has he been going on stage to make announcements at the mic there, or does he yes, have he, like he's a been, he's been going between the the two stages okay. to announce each uh, uh, band as they're about to go on. Um, so he's been basically alternating them and getting a lot of exercise in, probably. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, what was the latest band to? Uh, have switched because it'll be he'll be at the opposite stage then um i don't know uh, stage one is the one he'll be on i think because stage two is going right now okay yeah, started most recently i think let's go down there and, and try to find him all right uh you all begin heading in the direction of stage one uh, as you make your way down uh, out of the announcement booth. Uh, you you guys hear the guard that couldn't have knocked out uh, groan slightly and seem to be rousing, but uh, it's probably going to take a few seconds from from the, the, the several head wounds that Kinnis inflicted upon him. Um, and you guys make your way down back through concessions and in the area of stage one and are presented once again with one of those hallways uh, heading to where the band's set up um, that has uh, two security guards uh, waiting there to make sure no one but the bands go back there. Um, okay, we can try to convince them to let us through. Um, I could try telepathy. 
Do you think it'll work? I don't know. Less chance to fall into the terror plane. Yeah, yeah. it's better to try it on them than the monster, so. Alright. Alright, uh, so you're reaching out to one of the security guards with telepathy, trying to convince them that you all are good to go by? Yeah. <laughs> we might even pretend that we're a band. Do we still we have that electrical equipment that we stole from the lights? <laughs> nah, it's still up in the sands. <laughs> yeah, Isaac left it all shining on the the wreckage of that cage. <laughs> it's like some kind of weird art sculpture museum up there now. There's like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As as you pass back by and come down here, you saw a few hipsters just looking at it and discussing uh, the merits of this this performance art. <laughs> the ice is slowly melting in the heat of the spotlight. You see, it's 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 uh, I, I think it has something to do with uh, melting polar ice caps. Yeah, it's a commentary. No, no, no. It's 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 commentary on on the steadily melting infrastructure of our <laughs> our, our prison complex. There we go. No, no. It's describing the artists and how they feel like over time they've just melted down to nothing. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. Uh, but yeah, you passed by that, I guess. Uh, Isaac, are you reaching out to convince them that you are a band that's going on next? Uh, yeah. All right, uh, go ahead, um, y- y- uh, Iris comes out to help you, and, and she looks pretty rattled from the, the last time you attempted this, uh, but, but she, she looks and sees that you are reaching out to, uh, a regular human person, and seems to be somewhat reassured by that, uh, go and give me your, uh, manipulate someone role as you try and supernaturally convince this person that you're a band. Yeah, um, and I was also gonna just kind of um, assure Iris, like as she yeah comes out, that like, don't worry, we won't try that again on the monster. She 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 nods in response. Uh, but go ahead and give me the charm is seven. It's a seven. Okay. Um, you reach out and you touch uh, the, the the mind of one of the security guards. And you you begin putting through thoughts of like uh, this is the next band uh, they just they just need to get through um, so they can they can play uh, and yeah y- y- you feel like this is going to work if if uh, it, it's it's you you feel it very much conflicting with the fact that this y- you can tell the security guard knows that the next band is already on the pitch behind them. Uh, but you feel like you might be able to overpower that, um, but it, it's going to come at the cost of, like, like y- your your connection to Iris is going to be frazzled for a little bit, so you might not be able to use her powers for, for a bit afterwards. Uh, do you want to push forward and get that? Uh, I've, I like, the, what you're essentially trying to balance is that we have to do something to convince them, right? Yes. Yeah. I was going to suggest instead of uh, straining the uh, connection with Iris, we could, like, put on a performance or, like, be practicing or warming up, which might also convince them that we're Okay, uh, you, you tell your compatriots that you're going to need to do something to really sell the fact that you're the band to help with this, uh, this dissonance that the guard is feeling. Um... What do the rest of you do, and Isaac, I guess, to to seem more like a band? We have no instruments. <laughs> is, is there like an um, am sitting around that I could just pick up? 
Our no, Instagrams why, are why on do you the people stage. keep asking if there's <laughs> there fucking ex- random ass shit lying around <laughs> we, the stadium? You have no instruments. Um, uh, You're an group. Uh, yeah. yeah, presumably our instruments are on the stage <laughs> or prepared behind the stage or something, but like we could sing or like hum. All right, what song are we singing, guys? Oh no. <laughs> Uh. Sweet Caroline. Oh my god. Okay, you know what? For that, yeah, sure. The, the guard uh, waves you on through as you walk by. Uh, and the other guard uh, gives them a weird look and they go it's it's the next band and you they're they're, they're preparing and uh the, the confused guard looks even more confused at that uh and they the, the guard that they threw also begins to look confused after they said that uh but then you're by and they give you a a, a look as you go by and then give the other guard a look and then she goes i'm sure it's fine <laughs> Uh, but you are now in the, the, the darkened area where, where, like, the sound tech and and the, the bands are preparing, etc., etc. We really need to come up with an emergency song that we can pull out in situations like these. You mean an emergency performance of some sort? Yes. I just have to have <laughs> instruments on you at all times. I mean, I'm, I, I guess we can practice a song when Everybody we are Everybody just gotta get some harmonicas. Let's see if we can find this... Uh, DJ person. Um, is he around here, Chris? Do we see him? Do we spot him? Uh, yeah, you look around. Uh, there are several people here. There's um, some people from bands. You, you see uh, Danny Valencia's Power Zone uh, just sort of chatting it up with uh, one other person that you haven't seen perform yet. Uh, and um, eventually, yeah, you... Um... One second. Okay, yeah. Eventually, yeah, you, you, you see um, you see DJ slash MC Schnazzy over at the side um, talking to, to, to uh, so, some woman um, who has, like, a number of, like, electronic, in- or electronic, like, pads and whatnot. Like the, the little, little button pads that some people do electronic music on. The, like the launch pad? Type. Sure. What do you do? Is that him? Yeah, it looks like him. Okay. Uh, now we just have to convince him. Well, I mean, what do we? What do we tell him to convince people to go home without also freaking everybody out? This might have to be a psychic manipulation. Is that me? I, if you feel like I mean, you can, yeah. you're up to it. Yeah. I mean, I could try, but the idea of me talking to myself is a great one. Does anybody else have psychic manipulation, or is that a? I think it's, it's y- y- you've got your actually straight up psychic manipulation, and then Baron's got his good good pheromones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. I forgot yeah. about pheromones. Baron's pheromones on the backup. Yeah, we could. Oh, actually, Baron could go um, stand by him and, 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 and release his good, good pheromones. pheromones. <laughs> yeah, and I can try to reach out to him telepathically. Double, double whammy. Yeah, we could try that. 
I just don't. I don't know what to tell this man. Like, yeah, you just gotta pack it up, man. <laughs> Get the fuck out. This is, our, this is our town now. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> There's a gas leak. Maybe. Yeah, maybe we'll just tell him uh, the headlighting band can't. Are they here already, Chris? Can you see them? <laughs> I hope they're not standing here. You guys are like in the middle of like this this area. Uh, there, there's a number of bands around. You don't know who the headlining band is because you never at any point checked or, or looked it up or anything. Okay. Um, th- th- there's like there are at least three bands and or performers that you can uh, you can definitely scope from where you're standing. It's it's Danny Valencia's Power Zone speaking to uh, some looks to be some sort of EDM artist and. Uh, uh, and MC Schnazzy is also talking to, to some woman who looks to be another EDM artist. A lot of EDM at this party. It is a rave. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's what we go with. The concert didn't get the appropriate permits from the city. Um, the, the ordinance essentially didn't go through in time for the, for the performances to happen. Uh, this is technically happening now illegally and needs to be shut down immediately. Sounds legit to me. Yep. That's that's what we tell them. Alrighty. Um, okay, I guess yeah. Baron's gonna go over and and, and approach uh, Mr. DJ Schnazzy there. Uh, yeah, you walk up to to DJ Schnazzy, um, who who turns to you, um, looking a, a little startled that you interrupted uh, his conversation. How with this woman, but, the, but uh, then Baron turns on his good, good charm and his good, good pheromones, and then suddenly all those negative uh, thoughts just go away. <laughs> and, and he 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 raises an eyebrow and just goes, "Yo yo, hold up! I'm sorry, Miss Kozlowski. Let me handle this real quick." Yo, man, wh- what are you doing back here, uh, Mister Sh- Mister Schnazzy, sir? <laughs> um, um, I'm from the f- please. Call me DJ. Mr. Stasi was my father. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my first name is <laughs> no. DJ. <laughs> no. Um, oh, I can't believe you did that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, Mr. Stasi, uh, or DJ, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, DJ. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm, I'm with the city council office, and um, I, I, I work there, and I... I Look, I, I want to give you the heads up, man, that that um, there weren't proper permits that went through for this, and I've got news that, you know, that they're going to come, cops are going to come soon, and they're going to shut it down. I, I know you guys, like, don't want to get this, you know, all rescheduled again, but I think having the cops show up again might not be so good. So I don't know, maybe you could give it a heads up in the next set to just have people go home, like, casually and kind of cover it, make it look nice. Um I just want to make sure that, you know, obviously you, you don't ruin your image. Uh, all right. Yeah. Go and give me that manipulate someone. Is here plus weird instead because you're so weirdly fascinating. Those good, good fairies. 12. Damn. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> Mr. Schnazzy uh, looks you Please up and call down. Him DJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks you up and down. And goes, Man, the city council's really stepped up with their dress code, haven't they? Look at you. Well, that's a right bummer, though. And you're sure, like, cops are coming, and we're getting shut down right now? 
sounds just gonna be fines. It's gonna be like a legit police raid. Yeah, it, it sounds like it's just um, there weren't proper proper codes set out for it, and, um, and for having the event and the amount of people that are having um, that are coming into the event as well. So um, I think to just make sure, obviously, since it's such a large crowd of people, they had to, to bring the cops into the picture too. Uh, DJ Schnazzy uh, looks. It's just, just extremely frustrated at that, and just, just you see, hear him muttering under his just oh, fuck, 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 man, fuck. And uh, the the woman who he was talking to also looks a little concerned and upset, um, and then walks off and talks to uh, a, a, a surprisingly tall man off toward that who's talking to the sound tech, uh, and they're talking for a little bit. And he just goes, all right, you're right. If we can shut this thing down quietly, quickly, and easy, it's going to make it a lot easier to schedule it once more again. At least, you know, we actually got to play some bands this time. We only got to play one band the last time before it got canceled. God, this event must be cursed or something. If only he knew. All right, um, I'll make the call, I guess. Thanks for giving me the heads up, man. That was really righteous of you. <laughs> and as he's about to... to- go over you, you you hear like the, the, the somewhat quiet uh like overhead music kind of get go go silent and uh dj snatchy goes i guess that's my cue gotta go break the bad news and the surprisingly tall man that the the uh edm artist was talking to walks over uh and uh walks straight over to you and just goes what is this about Another cancellation. How? Uh, uh, he, he holds out his hand and goes, Enzo Donahoe, I'm, I'm Marcy Kozlowski's band manager. I, we are do, trying to publicize her new album, Every Morning I Awaken to Satan. And uh, I, 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 I can't have another cancellation cutting into our sales. If, if you do have to cancel it, and see this, Marcy gets to go up and perform before we, we have everyone file out. And, you know, I, I need proof that you're actually from the council. I... Doubt they'd let someone dress up like that. I want to telepathy him. Okay. Uh, what are you doing? Are you trying to like investigate this person or or trying? Are you gonna Are you gonna like Yu-Gi-Oh Ooh. style mind wipe this man? <laughs> <laughs> Is it man, just hoping to send him to the shadow realm? Shadow realm. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Isaac has that power. All right, but I do. I yeah, you do. Um, Isaac was going to reach out to him and just essentially convince him to be more receptive to what Baron is saying. All right, um, yeah. Uh, go and give me that manipulate someone. That is charm. Yep. And so you, you reach out and try <sighs> six. But can we say that because Baron is actively telling him the same thing that I'm trying to tell him? He's uh, Baron can roll a help out, yeah. I think that's fair. Okay. That's it's all cool. you, buddy. It's all you. Roll well, Baron. Make up for my failure. <laughs> Man, Isaac, you're gonna you're gonna like uh, level up real hard. <laughs> I've gotten like yeah. Yeah, three ticks. Uh, nine. A nine. A nine. So okay, uh, you try and convince Baron to, or convince this person to be more receptive to what Baron is saying, uh, and this person looks very confused by these thoughts being implanted in his head, uh, and he kind of touches his head and Baron. Uh, what, what do you what do you say to him? Uh, yep, yeah, sir. I'm from the city council. I mean, they, I, I don't. I'm not directly on shift right now. I was here at the, um, at the concert, just trying to have a good time, like like everybody else is. 
Um, but one of my coworkers gave me kind of the heads up here because we're, we're we're so you know we're so ready for kind of for her to go on and you know I, I was looking forward to playing as well. Um, so I can't give you exact proof. I don't have it on me right now, but but um, you know I I think it wouldn't look so great if if she was playing and then the cops came in in the middle of it. Um, so so. Uh, Enzo holds up his hand to stop you you rambling on and just goes "Uh, okay Uh, you you know how many proof that's not and and he does like kind of like a a a motion of like trying to to like motion you to do something and just goes call you know what I want you to call your manager 